Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, oh, yeah. welcome into another oh. Secrets and Wives After Show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. We are talking, look who's Montalkin 2. We're Montalkin. Are we really? Are we? Well, we're talking. <laughs> that is Phil Svitek. Next to him, April Wisenhant. Hi. Nicole Brasher is out tonight. She'll be back next week. I'm Bobby Demuro with you guys every week. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Hi. Thoughts? Real quick. Got a lot to talk about today. A lot to do before we jump into it. But real quick initial thoughts on this episode. What did you guys think? Oh, overall, a good episode. Apparently, we're halfway through the season, so I thought, great. I'm, I'm glad we resolved the Susan Liza bit a little bit. And by the end, certainly... Um and, and overall a, a good episode and not a lot of Jonathan, little bits of Max. We're gonna talk about the lack of Jonathan, our guy. I miss my boy Jonathan. Your lo- boy? No, no, no. Oh, our mine. boy. Our, okay, I'll say I'll settle for that. <laughs> um, I liked the less drama, more like funny side of them, which they're they're funny all the time anyway. They were really funny last week too, but I liked seeing the more playful side and you know the chomping talk and that sort of thing. I'm a hundred percent with you. Uh, <laughs> yes, according to Twitter, Jonathan is coming to LA. Is that Please? true? Well, no, right? You, we you, want him to. Yeah. You've yeah. been having Twitter conversations. Well, now that it's out there, he's definitely coming. We want him to. The ladies, eh, whatever. Jonathan, dude, we got to get this guy. <laughs> I want him sitting right there on that couch with a with a beverage in hand, perhaps adult, and I want to, you know, really talk about some stuff with him. I think okay. that's, that's is that too much to ask? No. Okay, thank you. Uh, we got a lot to do today with you guys, a lot to talk about. Before we jump into it, if you haven't already, hit subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on literally every social network that has ever existed. Probably not MySpace, but everything else, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you guys know the drill. Uh, and another thing, we've got a survey for you guys on PodcastOne.com. I know we talked about this last week. If you haven't already, or if you watch a lot of other AfterBuzz shows too. You can review us there. Go to podcastone.com. It's literally going to take like three minutes. You can tell us what you think about us. You can be honest about us. I think people hopefully kind of like us, but whatever you want to say, we we take that feedback and we use it. We really value it. So if you guys have something to say, now's the time. Podcastone.com. Okay, guys. Uh, this was a big episode for a lot of reasons. I want to start with Susan and Liza real quickly because they took a little journey back to a better relationship than they had last week everything resolved Mm -hmm. or is there still beef i think there's probably still a little beef i think that they respect each other as friends but tonight we saw susan kind of have a little or not a little a lot of bit of foot and mouth disease at least in my opinion because some of the stuff she said she you know we said it whenever we were watching she just takes it a little too far she needs she a says, better bedside manner. Yes. So she just some of the stuff sounded a little insensitive and like she couldn't put herself in Liza's shoes, even if maybe Liza is being a little kind of overly sensitive at the same time. Um, but I think that there's, yeah, they're agreeing to disagree, but I don't think it's going to be as 
quite as simple as just like, oh, okay, well, it's over. They're both still going to have their kind of like secret behind closed doors opinions. Yeah, about I mean, it. here's the thing. I mean, well, uh, Glenn and Pat, and I forget which ones. Uh, I think it was Pat more specifically. He talked to Liza, right? And he said like, hey, no matter where you go, you're going to be successful. So there's a way to tap. Uh, tap and reach any of these women you just gotta know how to do it right so if your ultimate goal is to help Liza you gotta really get down to her level and say it's okay you, but you can't just be like hey you don't work mm-hmm. you ruin your marriage and it's really not a big deal that you're moving from a big house to a small house like okay like it, it comes off confrontational yeah so there's again the word is the it, we, today we learned about the North Shore dinner <laughs> yes. last week we learned about the North Shore handshake Susan and everybody else I'm teaching you about a bedside manner <laughs> Look, Dr. I, Phil over here <laughs> I love the way that Susan is because I'm biased with Jonathan I, but I, I like Susan too so she's my favorite and we've talked about that a lot and I'm on the record multiple weeks saying that but there is a time when you can be too real too true. There's there's one thing to tell the truth, and there's one thing to get to the point with people. It's another thing entirely to get to the point in a cutting manner. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for Susan talking, she, you know, verbal diarrhea, what she said. I'm good with that. I know people like that. I probably do that more than I'd care to admit. But... I'm really, really glad that she noticed it today mm-hmm. and that she was the bigger person because Liza, for ganging up on her with Andy and stuff, Liza's not 100% innocent here. But Susan was kind of the catalyst to a lot of this stuff. She's the one insecure about, oh, I'm working. I work. I have a full-time job. You should go to work. You don't know what I do. Like, we get it. You know, mm-hmm. she finally owns up to it. She finally gets it. And that tells me that Susan is even more real than I thought she was before. Yeah. It's one thing to be real to say what you think and say whatever you want to say. It's another thing to be real to own your own shit. Mm-hmm. And if you own your own shit, hat tip Susan, right? That's that's growth to me. Absolutely. It made me respect her a lot more because <laughs> just even in the moment, you could tell something kind of switched in her mind that she realized, oh, I'm kind of really hurting this person's feelings and I'm not thinking about what it's like. Um, for her to go through a divorce because even though she's been through one that doesn't mean she knows what it's like for Liza and just like I said last week every person is different every situation it doesn't yes everyone's always going to have a worse situation but it's still what you're going through and everyone's different so I'm glad that she respected that she did the the diary that came at that kind of point when she said like I just thought everyone was as strong as me it's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you shouldn't say that. You were going so well until that. And it's not even the, the, it's the way she says it. I think we kind of, we can debate what she meant. Mm-hmm. I, I interpreted that to mean one thing, but the way it comes across, it comes across as you're throwing shade at these other women. Right. When I think she's trying to say, I've been through a lot. I know the path to get through this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think these women are as strong as I am, and I want them to prove it. That's a different thing to say than, oh, you should be as strong as me, which is completely insensitive. Right. But yeah. that's that's South Shore Susan. That's what we love about her. Very true. Or what I, I love about her. Aspect. But I love, I, I love her more, though, now. Yeah. She's, she's more real now to me. She's been the realest one. But the fact that she took and owned up to her own mistake and was like, I don't want to fight. This is what I'm doing wrong. This is how I came across. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this beef isn't squashed. These women have known each other for years. This has been going on on some level with different stories for years. It's not the house. It's not about the house. It's never about the house. It's mm-hmm. about the relationship between the women. So the next thing's going to come along in two weeks. It's going to be something else. But at least for now, it's squashed, and Susan learned something about herself. Did Liza learn anything about herself? Because that last scene, 
you know, the I'm not a chopper scene. We can talk about all that <laughs> language. But that last scene, she goes right back with Andy, mm-hmm. ganging up on Susan. It was like, Mo- it was a uh, Montauk all over again. Yeah. Well, I think it, in the scene where we see Susan kind of admit her wrongdoing, Liza kind of also goes the same route. And she says, you know, like, let's be real. I don't like to art. I don't like to work or that's not really me. And I think it's more so she's kind of, you know, being herself instead of trying to defend herself and say, like, oh, no, I can do this. Because she doesn't want to do that if that's on her. I mean, whether we think or anyone thinks that's right or wrong, that's still her. So at least she can kind of, like, cop up to what she may or may not really want to do. Even though I don't think she knows what she wants to do right now um, because she's in a totally different situation than she's ever been before. But at least she's not being, like... She's showing a little bit of weakness, which is, I think, endearing to see. And it's endearing not only that, because she's being real about that, too. Mm -hmm. I don't like to work. Working's not me. You know what? We can make fun of that. We do make fun of people like that. That's half the reason you watch shows like this, to make fun of these women with these, you know, hashtag first world problems. (laughs) But if you're going to be real about it, if you're going to be tongue in cheek (laughs) about it, if you're in on the joke a little bit, Mm -hmm. we can make fun of you without being mean to you. Because Liza's in on the joke and she says, oh, well, I don't like to work. And we're like, okay, good. We can make fun of you, but we respect you enough for understanding that you don't like to work. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. (laughs) We can also make fun of her for... Being sad about looking at $4.4 million houses. <laughs> Self-actualization. These these women are a step away from enlightenment. Oh, we only saw two houses. I wanted to, I wanted to see a couple more, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like each one got... The price tag got better. The second one, house, um, I don't know. I, I didn't like as much. Obviously, oh, see, the I toilets. liked the second one more. Ugh. Yeah, but the toilets. Uh, first, everything's first, replaceable. First floor master. You got to think about growing old. You don't want to go upstairs. That first house was the one. See, I think I would want one on the second floor just to challenge myself. Yeah, until person. you're like 65 and you're like, wait 65? a second. 65? Okay, I, like I don't me. know. <laughs> 75, 80? <laughs> I'm just throwing numbers out. You got like a, you have four decades to worry about that. Uh, or five. I guess. Whatever. I guess. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? Here's the thing. Like, if that's a smaller house, how big is this house? The original house. Her house is huge. Is it six? Why did I think it was like a six million dollar home? Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. I don't, we need some numbers. I don't on know this. a number, but it, I mean, just the the foyer area is insane, and it, you can definitely tell it's a lot bigger than the other houses. I think, but those were still very, very big. And she has to think about. Here's the thing. Okay, but but you know, um, Liza, I, I love you, and, and, and all these things, and I, I agree with Pat and Glenn in the sense that you will be successful no matter where you go. I thought you were moving from a million, you know, X million dollar home to a half a million dollar home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not from <laughs> a 10 million to a 5 million. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Those I think you will live. No, like, I, I get it. It's a change and you dislike change. But you know what? See change not as is wrong, but just as an opportunity. Right. Well, I think it'll get easier for her. I mean, I don't know necessarily what situation she is current day with the home, but I think it'll probably be easier for her once her daughters are going to college. You know, she keeps talking about how tough um, of a transition that's going to be, but I know my mom, We she moved and she greatly appreciated having something smaller because you don't want this big, huge house if it's just you there most of the time. Even if your kids come home a lot from college, which hopefully they will, you still don't, I mean, that kind of space can make a person feel even more alone, which she has Andy there for right now, but 
I don't know. I think she will appreciate it more once her kids go off to college. You took the words out of my mouth. How many, uh, you know, we've seen our parents do it or friends' parents do it. Kids mm-hmm. get out of the nest. You want to downsize anyways. Downsizing in Liza's neighborhood is a little bit different than downsizing in, you know, a normal yeah. neighborhood. Let's be <laughs> honest. But it's that same thing. Even if she were still married, even mm-hmm. if she hadn't cheated, divorced, all that stuff, she probably would have downsized anyways. Her and her husband would have said, you know yeah, what? This yeah. yeah, this is too much for us. We don't want to pay for the cleaning service and all this stuff. And, blah, and that's blah, blah. the biggest thing. Get a de- get a decent sized house mm-hmm. with a big yard. Because the cleaning alone, I don't want a big house. That's true. I, I hate it. I think it's probably Liza, just... save yourself the cleaning <laughs> well, or the cleaning service fees. I, was about to say, I don't think she cleans. Well, maybe she cleans a little. Um, <laughs> but I think it's probably tougher for her because as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, but it's she's doing it by herself. She's mm-hmm. not doing it with a husband or with a partner or whatever. So I'm sure that makes it even tougher. So it's just, I think it's all in her mind. It's just the, the memories and this is like giving up something to a certain extent. But yeah, she may be downsizing, but she's going to get something amazing as well. Well, hopefully. We hope anyway. she, I mean, look, amazing to her, and I'm not throwing shade at her for this, but amazing to her is not amazing for what, maybe, maybe a lot of people think this, but amazing to her is a man. She wants to have a man, for better or worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there are benefits to that. And I don't just mean, you know, financial. I mean, sure. they're emotional and psychological and friend and what, having a friend and a partner and the well-being that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But that is amazing to her. And you just worry that, is she going to get taken advantage of? Is she going to get in a situation where this guy's rich, he's got all the check marks that I want, and it's good enough? And I'm going to settle because I need this because I want this. I hope not because she seems like such a fun and, yep. you know, good person. So I hope she really finds someone who is who likes her for her. And it's not just because, oh, this is easy and we are at this point in our lives. So I don't know. I think too many people do that. So hopefully she won't. Remember, she would rather have 10 penises in every hole. It's on her list to that's, get slapped. That's Andy. Andy. Well, okay, it's both of them. It's on her list to get <laughs> slapped by penises. Yes. Is so it, is that, that was on, not on y'all's uh, list? Okay. Yeah, that's that's not on my <laughs> list. That is not on my list. Why isn't on your list? That is that, for so many reasons that we should not get into. I just here. want to know like which list. Like, is there like a sex list that she has? Is this it's part a, of her bucket it's list? Her bucket like, list. it's like number one, go to Greece. Number two, slap by penises. <laughs> I don't know. If you go list? to Greece, you might have those two things at the same time. Touche. Uh, but I feel like if if that were on her list, the slap by penises. Have you been to a bachelorette party? Like the kind, of, <laughs> the kind of bachelorette parties that these women probably go to. If they had that party for the plastic surgery we saw in episode one, mm-hmm. if they have parties like that, can you imagine the bachelorette parties? That is a great idea for season two finale or something like that. Or somebody's going to be getting married next season. <laughs> what? Slapping of the... The, the Secrets yeah. and Wives season two finale on yeah. Playboy or Hustler TV. Oh, they, they'll show that on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, last thoughts on um, Liza and Susan. Anything else of note? One thing, we got to talk about it. Where the hell is Jonathan? Unacceptable. I know. Unaccept- I love the show. He was there in spirit. But I need Jonathan. I need my Jonathan. I waited all Here's week. Here's the thing. We, we, this is, uh, yeah. this is kind of, you know... Um, we saw the little tease for next week, and based off of that alone, I, I see why Susan has a little bit of diarrhea of the mouth because Jonathan kind of has diarrhea of the mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Together, they just escalate it to such a level. I mean, we, we've seen but it in episodes so past of them just talking about random sex stuff uh, at a dinner table, and you know they they got a little bit loud. I'm, I'm surprised more people at this dinner didn't pick up on that of, of them talking about slapping penises <laughs> and taking ten, ten penis 
There's an, you eat one in each hole. How many holes? How about one? Ten holes. Are you counting the ears? Nose. Ears, nose, mouth. Oh, that's more than ten then. I two, guess. two four, five, six, seven. <laughs> that's seven. Oh, gosh. This officially just got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Were you here last week? <laughs> we were talking about blowjobs last week. Uh, that's seven. Maybe you count your hands as like eight and nine. They're like, you, okay. you, you, you hold them. I don't know if I can show Belly them. Buttons? And then your feet. Belly button? That <laughs> Belly count? button. That's, that's perfect. Kind of, that's there. a hole. Ten. 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 All right, ten. And if you put your feet together, that's 11. Well, we got a Andy at 11, not 10. <laughs> well, that's what you can count on here at After Buzz. That was wonderful. Getting yes. to the truth. We love to teach people things. Hey, listen. No, seriously. I, I need Jonathan. I know you got to go to Max. We'll talk about him in a second. You got to go to other people every week and spread it around. But Jonathan is the breakout star of the show. All I want is every episode about Jonathan and him sitting on that couch right there. I want that too, but I like seeing the other guys too tonight. Oh, for sure. 100%. I really did. Uh, Before we jump into those guys, real quick for you guys at home, I have a little question for you too Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Does driving matter to you? Well, there are over 4 million miles of road in the U.S. to find out. That's a lot of ground to cover. It is. A lot of highways, a lot of freeways, wrong ways, and long ways, and they are all there waiting to be driven on. So... Do you take that left turn at Albuquerque or do you just keep going? Do you wake up early Sunday morning for a drive before the traffic does? Or do you take the long, winding road home for a change? If driving matters to you, just get out and drive. Why? Well, because driving matters. Mazda. Yes, it does. You know what? If you're uh, if you're if you're these women, you might not get up before traffic on a Sunday morning. Absolutely, but not. you'll Susan get around does. in the afternoon and Susan go for a does. drive. But driving matters to them, and we saw it going and coming from Montauk, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't think they're getting up. I don't think they're going to Albuquerque either. They're staying <laughs> on Long Island. That's the thing about the show; they're very insulated. Mm-hmm. And part of it is like, hey, you got to get out of there. I can't imagine Liza moving to the city like they mentioned. But part of it is, hey, <laughs> the incest potential here, not literally incest, but just the community incest potentials through the roof. But, but I mean, like, I think, I think like they, own their, they, need, they need to explore. They need their own journey. I feel this is a good message for them. Well, you bring it up with them. I'll talk to Jonathan about it. We'll see what happens. I think we saw, we saw the worst of the incest tonight with Liza and Amy and the ring oh. that they apparently shared. But you know what? I love that they're cool about that. Oh, I yeah. love that they bitch about the, the present day stuff, like the Susan and Liza about the house, about mm-hmm. possessions, the new stuff that doesn't matter, <laughs> but the stuff that should matter, yeah. the, the engagement and the husband and the same <laughs> ring. They're like, they're oh like, my gosh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay. That killed me when she's like, were there rolling, whatever, rolling baguettes, baguettes. on the side? She's like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That was These insane. people, like, I, 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 I don't know if I give credit to the guy, but it's incredible that he has Credit the to the guy? No, no only the because, stones, man. The stones to do this. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, oh, yeah. the fact that Absolutely. he would, like, like hey, I'm not going to get, I, I, I don't have money for, you know, and three carat ring. So I'm going to, it didn't work out the first time. I'm going to recycle this. I'm going to use <laughs> the same lines, you know. <laughs> And see if I can get better results this time. But how did they not notice back then? I mean, maybe they weren't as good of friends whenever uh, Amy was well, married didn't to Mark. Well, work out the first time, right? Yeah. No, did, no, no. I mean, whenever Amy was married to Mark or what, and Liza was engaged to them, maybe they weren't so friends then. So she would then. have seen the ring. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you would know if that's your ring or not. So maybe they must not have been that great of friends back then, but... Uh, maybe listen the the realm that they come from. I don't know. Maybe they swapped out the engagement ring upon the marriage and said, "You get a brand new wedding ring, the whole band." I guess we got the possible. money to blow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm thinking, and I wish Nicole was here to talk about this, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking about this for three weeks now. I think I'm ready to date a North Shore 
woman. You think so? My age, not one of these women. You know, they're they're well, they're probably my age too, mid twenties. Come on, ladies. Um, but I think I think I can handle it. I'm learning so much in three weeks. I've had a crash course, and I feel like if I had somebody like Jonathan to counsel me, boom. All right, we got to get him here so we can you, counsel you. Can't, them. You can't make the same mistakes. Though, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would know a little bit better how to deal with them. When I would open my spa, for example, I'd only be an investor. I'm not going to come in and screw around with the spa. Maybe if you I'm work with Dr. G. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where do you, I mean, I don't even know. Are we talking about Dr. G? Are we talking about I want to talk where about the, the spa at? first. That's why I mentioned All the right, spa. All right, let's talk about the, the worst... Corey staff meeting ever. Well, both of them. Dr. G's was bad too, but we'll get to them in a minute. That wasn't as bad as this one. Corey and Sandy staff meeting was terrible. That poor Alexis, <laughs> that woman is doing God's work. She is not very happy with them, or doesn't seem to be very happy with them she's anyway. Paid. The, the stuff that they talk yeah. about is not staff meeting material. It's, a, it's, it's like, hey, hey, staff, hey yeah. guys, first off, congratulations. Last month, we, did, we had the highest numbers. Kudos to that. Let, 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 you know, we've identified the things that we did well. Here's stuff we can improve upon. Um, and you know what? Here's the inventory we're looking at. Can you make sure that you know when we get down to the last three boxes, we make sure to reorder? Like that's a staff meeting. Mm-hmm. Not uh, are we? Uh, when, when are we gonna break even? Does anybody know this? <laughs> like I'm, you're in charge of the books. You should know this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I was thinking about losing all my money or whatever. Corey said. <laughs> yeah, you thinking about going broke. On your staff members who are making what 13 bucks an hour, you don't put this on them no. to be like, oh my god, we gotta we gotta cover the month. Like Corey's gonna go broke. That's not your responsibility. You're an hourly employee that is above your pay grade. Don't bring it to your meeting. And Sandy, stay. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. Stay the fuck out. You're an investor. But he's the owner. Investor. See, I kind of I like, like Sandy getting in there. I don't like him getting uh, in there and bringing? like bugging how is, he does. What does he bring to the table? He, I like that he's involved because it shows that he, I mean, obviously he has to care since that's his job at this point. But he does it in the wrong way. He do, he overmanages. So these decisions that have already <coughs> been made by, I guess, Alexis is the manager. I'm, I'm not sure what she is or a partner. Um, so it's these decisions have already been made, and then he goes through. I know, like when I when a guy, and it's not just like a guy girl thing, but when my boss is like, "Oh, April, did you do this, 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 and this?" and I'm like. Yes, of course I already did this. Of course I already did this. That's it's bothersome in that sort of way. So I like him being involved. I just think he's involved in the wrong Here's the thing, aspect. He's even, but by the way, the example you gave—that's just someone checking in, or at least that you know on the surface of what you said, that's just someone checking in. But that's in, what right? he's doing. He's saying, no, 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 like, no, no, "Do we have this? No, Make no, sure to get this." No, he's not. He's, he's going beyond that. He's 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 telling them, "Don't do you know like." You know, he's you contradicting guys, you, Alexis. Is yeah, what it comes down. Yeah, like you just true. made a beautiful display case of, of anal cream, which apparently is very important to <laughs> anal him. Anal relaxants. Right? All right, and then he comes in like, um, yeah, we need to. That needs to just totally be. The, I I don't see what you guys did here. And it's like, right. Whoa, 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 we talked about this. We executed like. There's a reason behind it. It's not like they're doing bad work. Right. So basically, he doesn't. If it's not like how he wants it, then he has a problem with it. And the problem is, I, I get it. You know, he's he's. He's putting money into this, and so you know you get upset if it's not "quote unquote" making money back. But it's like, okay, you either let me give her benchmarks, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to be like, okay, in six months, you know, in six months, if you don't make X amount of money, then you're fired, mm-hmm. and that could be a way to do it. But it's like, okay, we're gonna have, uh, I'm gonna give you overall benchmarks. You know, two, every two weeks, here's what I need. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in terms of growth, and if you can deliver these things, I'm gonna step off. Mm-hmm. 
And, and we need to look at what Sandy's strengths are. Sandy's strengths appear to be financial. The investment thing, the mercantile exchange that he worked at for three decades or whatever. Right. Those are his strengths. He is not in the demographic for a spa. I'm sure they have some male clients. It's mostly women. Corey He's knows this space. Bean counter. Exactly. Yeah. Corey can... knows this space. Alexis knows this space. Let them do their strengths. You come in when it's money. If it's benchmarks, it's benchmarks. But let the girls do their strengths because this is their wheelhouse. This is what they do. And trust that they're going to do it. And if you can't trust that they're going to do it, this is the wrong job and the wrong investment for you anyways. And you shouldn't do it with your wife if you can't trust that she's going to do it. Well, Have nothing, faith in your wife. Nothing against Sandy, though. But what what else would he do during the day? Play golf. <laughs> I... I I guess. God, listen, man, I'll go play golf with him <laughs> every well, day. Marketing, like, there's there's ways to be involved in the business without. Okay, you need a certain. Okay, so so they're in charge of the day to day operations side of it. Okay, what mm-hmm. do you you know? You kept talking about foot traffic and traffic <laughs> patterns and blah blah. Pa- yeah. So patterns. figure out. Okay, you know, what does that mean on a larger scale? How are you going to attract new customers? Okay, yeah. they're mm-hmm. doing their part in the actual place. Now just drive. Stuff. Create initiatives. Okay, maybe you have a big 4th of July sale. This is the stuff that you think of. Right. But it's not a staff meeting. That's a, that, that, that's an executive staff meeting. Right. And look, if you're Sandy, then you can take and say, okay, the marketing, The maybe you look at, you start studying franchises. There are long ways from doing that. Mm-hmm. But what does that process look like? Because you've been in the mercantile exchange. You don't know retail. Mm-hmm. You just need to start studying the business side of it. Let them study the retail side of it. Let them know the products. You don't know a damn thing about makeup. Yo, well, I've seen it. It looks good. Yeah, we've all seen it. I don't know what does what on your face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's makeup. <laughs> you just somewhere. know there's something there. Yeah, there's something there. Like, oh, <laughs> it looks nice. I have no idea the difference between mascara, concealer, concealer uh, oh, eyeliner. Oh, you know mascara and concealer. Is mascara your cheeks? No, that's blush. Oh, gosh. Which one is mascara? Is it your foundation? This is mascara. Wait, what goes on your what goes on your, on your Eyeshadow. Eyeliner? Eyeshadow. Yes. Okay. Eyeliner goes on the rim. Blush, powder. What's the rim? Like where you are right. Well, I don't have any on, but like around there. It's when you want to feel fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe I couldn't date it. I'll teach you how to do the smoky eye. It's a really... You know how to do a smoky eye? Hell yeah, I know how to do a smoky eye. Do you... No, you don't know what a smoky eye is. I No, I'm worried about him. (laughs) I know how to do a smoky eye. All right, next week. Teach us your smoky eye. My question every time, and I'll always come back to it, especially in cases like Sandy and Dr. G... WWJD. What would Jonathan do? And do you know what Jonathan would do if he were an investor in truth and beauty? He'd sit at home, have a cheeseburger, wait at the end of the night for the blowjob, and go to bed. He's not going to be in the spa. Am I wrong? Yeah, I am not wrong. He's no. not going to be in the spa every day. He's going to be chilling, watching football, or doing whatever he does. To be he fair, does. he would say, how is work? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. He's a good guy. I'm not saying he's a bad dude, but he has his own priorities. That's what Sandy should have, too. And if you want to know where your money goes and you want to get walked through it, I think that's the other thing. The last point on this, maybe unless you guys have something else, if you're going to be the micromanager and you're going to involve yourself where you shouldn't, you better learn everything about makeup mm-hmm. and anal cream and spa things and everything about it. If you're going to do it, you better be an expert on it. Because exactly. if you're not... Speaking of, he should have been at the... <laughs> Whatever it was, the the IV infusion. This was so weird. Ugh. Oh, I, that was weird. He should have gone instead of Susan because it was his money. Yeah, and what the? I mean, I love no shade to Susan, but come on. Well, I just don't understand. I mean, I guess this is apparently a thing. I had never heard of this before until tonight. But so people go or will go and get themselves hooked up to an IV and filled with vitamins. 
apparently. Vitamin infused. And you can't drink during it because that counteracts it. Right. That dehydrates you. No, you 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 can't drink alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) You can drink water. You can drink cucumber water. But she meant alcohol. Wait, what was, you, other, what was the other thing she asked for? She's like, can you... Can you make it hornier? Oh, yeah. Can you... That's what makes me horny. The doctor so seriously answered. I love that. He's like, well, there's nothing on the market for that right now. Well, I mean, hey, I, I, listen, I'm glad we know. To be fair, even though it counteracts it, like, you know, I, I feel like you should have a late night option. So, like, you know, you and your girlfriends go out drinking and it's like... Oh, I don't want Let's to be home alone the next day. Let's beauty and get vitamins. So you just said, okay, so when, when... <laughs> right next door we have a call, Junior or something like that, whatever. And the guys go to the, the cheeseburger place. Well, and the yeah, girls go... you know the no, women, you you know bring the women are the call eat too. Junior to the truth and beauty <laughs> while they're getting a fuse of vitamins. I love That's it. That's how it works. I love it. Y'all, I... should we invest? Maybe. I like. I'm almost in tears on that idea of people <laughs> drunk leaving the club, leaving the bar, being like, you know what I want right now? facial. I don't want to be hungover, so I need an IV filling. That's an nutrients. actual thing. Yeah. And, and if you're, if you're, listen, they talked about at the start of the, of the episode, they're not partying like it's 1999 anymore. They feel like they're 99. <laughs> if you feel that bad after drinking some tequila, you get the IV, you wake up at 8 a.m. the next day, you go to the boot camp, which, by the way, was a shit show in and of itself. I think we just created an advertisement. Oh, yeah, the boot camp was terrible. Do you think the guys are drawing straws to see who has to do what girly activity every episode? And so last week, Dr. G had to sit at the table during dinner because he got the short straw. Right. This week, Sandy got the short straw and he had to go to the boot camp. Next week, it looks like it's Jonathan's week and he's got to sit out and watch the girls drink and fight and stuff and get involved. I think the dudes are drawing straws. Well, I don't know why... I. I get like why Dr. G was there because Gail basically forced him to be there. Which but we gotta I, talk I still about don't get why Sandy was, other than Corey, you know, wants him to work out with her. But like, I don't want, I just would never want just my husband to be with all, I mean, I would be comfortable with it, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, hey, babe, like, come work out with me and all of my friends. I, and ruin I'd the be fun. there. I, I listen, no, <laughs> I would watch Corey work out. She's hot. Yeah, good point. I'm just, like, I'm keep just it up, saying. girls. She's hot. <laughs> No, you, he was running with them. He was yeah. He was he was well, in the boot camp class for a minute. Yeah, and then he sat down. He wasn't doing any like step ups or box jumps. He just ran <laughs> the sprint and sat down. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about Doctor G mm-hmm. and Gail. The other interesting staff meeting. Let's start with the staff meeting, and before we move on to to their meeting, yes, world's worst, it's world's second worst staff meeting. Well, be, because this connects to the Gail bigger idea, mm-hmm. and the bigger idea is this. They both cheated with each other, Dr. G and Gail. I did not on know other that. People. I didn't know it either. Red flags going off in my head. The top of my head literally exploded off. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Whoo. But that's why she's so... I mean, obviously he's a plastic surgeon, so I get, like, stuff kind of... You know, a certain look goes with the territory, which all of his staff members were, you know, they're all very pretty. And so is Gail herself, too. But I think, like, trying to put them... It, I mean, that's school. Like, you, you don't go to work and expect to have, like, oh, you no, wear a blazer like, If you want to legitimately have a uniform, and even if even if deep down your motive is is that, there's a way to do it. Like, hey, guys, um, presentation-wise, we want to do something different with the business. We want to ha- we want to create um, this more than just a brand. And, and you guys have obviously been dressing, um, you know, not wrong in any certain way. But, you know, if you, if you notice... Uh, Dr. G, my husband, he's always in, in his little, uh, you know, the surgeon outfit. Mm-hmm. And we feel we want to we want to create a more professional atmosphere in that way that, you know, what when you come here, what we do is surgery. 
So, you know, yes, we're going to have uniforms. It's going to reflect kind of that idea, that core idea that, you know, um, that this is what we do. I'd be like, it's such BS. That's what that would be my first response. Though. So just like but, the girls, but because I think it's so transparent, I get there. There's definitely a way to present it better, even no matter what, better than the way that they did, of course. But I just think it's kind of silly to be like, it's not. I mean, because ultimately, it's not going to matter if you know she puts a jacket on that girl's huge boobs. Like she's still, she's still going to look good. So I, I don't know. She's there all the time, so I'm not sure necessarily why she maybe feels the way she does i guess i i i think i could understand this better if we knew how they started cheating how they got together Mm -hmm. was she a patient that would say a lot more if she were a patient then she's doubly concerned not only because you know man if they cheat cheat with you they don't cheat on you but she knows the process Mm -hmm. yeah she knows the the same process as, as 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 the double ring Scenario. It's like, yeah, that's right. It worked once before. Let me see if it works. On. No, it's true. I, I if you if you know something works as a guy, you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going for it. I guess. Mm-hmm. But they're. Kind of, I like the relationship ever get married. together. It's not worth it. Apparently not. It's not worth Single it. Dudes forever. Are, dudes are dogs, man. Dudes Except for dogs. Jonathan. Find a Jonathan. Great guy. Goes to prison for sure. All right, but I'm down that. So just find it. Find a prison guy. An ex-con. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with that. Okay. Um, wow. No. <laughs> so, but I liked <laughs> I liked Gail and Doctor G tonight. I liked their kind of like different, quirky, flirty they're together. Cute. Yeah, they're yeah. cute for sure. So it, they they kind of fit. And it was yeah. good to see Gail. No offense to Gail. Follows me on Twitter. Shout out to Gail Ooh, Greenberg. Um, they all do. They're all great on Twitter. They really they are. are. Uh, no offense to Gail, but she has come across in the first couple episodes as a super tight wad. Literally and figuratively, tits on a stick, right? <laughs> but also just really type A, really put together, really always kind of has the poker face on, really mm-hmm. always doing the best thing and the right thing. And what does the scene look like? She was the one tonight who said, you know, you, whatever she said, you got to keep it tight. Um, let me look up the quote. I think I've got the whole thing. You got to keep it tight. Uh, where are we? Everybody's hung over. Always another woman in the background. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Talking about how if you don't look good, there's always somebody else waiting. That's the Gale that... Uh, that's a significant part of Gail. It's also the part of Gail I dislike the most. Mm-hmm. So seeing her tonight with Dr. G even just working out, I was like, oh, she's a, she's real. She's right. cute. They have a cute relationship. Dr. G works all the time. She's kind of type A tightwad, but there's like cuteness there. She humanized herself in the same way that Susan did by apologizing. I'm like, oh, Gail exposition, character mm-hmm. exposition. Here I'm going gonna, gonna to break it down. Just in all oh. here's, here's what I love about um, Gail. Yeah. You know, she's very much... Uh, she brought food to Doctor G and things like he's got to be he's got to be more appreciative of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? First and foremost, I think because that goes a long way. I mean, you know, for lack of a better, she really is his life secretary. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. Um, and she recognizes that you know he's the breadwinner. He does all that. Um, so I call it the six to one ratio. Uh, Doctor G gets six days, but on the seventh, you know, it's Susan, it, it, it's Gail's day. Right, and so as Doctor G, you got to just cop to that. I do that on half days, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights are hers. 
That's why, good. I that's why I couldn't date a Long Island girl because I actually have a girlfriend. But if I didn't, <laughs> these Long Island girls, hey, come on. No, Wednesday nights and Friday nights are hers. Everything else. So even if we're watching TV on like a Tuesday or something, mm-hmm. if I got to get work done, I can get work done. I can do whatever. And it's understood. But as long as you carve it out, I like the six to one rule. Or even mm-hmm. the couple hours a day, if they go to the gym together, if they do stuff together, you don't have to like sit across the table from each other and have mm-hmm. the deepest conversation every day. You just got to spend time even doing something dumb. You know, go play mini golf. Who cares? As long as you're doing something together. Or like they did today when, just like you said, she brought him lunch. Even though that's a very specific, that's a small amount of time, it's still, you know, he's got to eat. She's going to eat. So I think I like her effort of, you know, taking him lunch, whether he likes it or not. The the salad and everything. He's got to like it. I mean, Dr. G, like, I mean, it's salad. I get it. It's, but you know what? She's trying to keep you healthy. She's doing a good thing. The last thing you need to do is throw it in her face. Right. And, and you know, you're not 16 anymore. You're 50, 60, whatever. You know, it's, you got to eat like an adult every now and then, right? Yeah. Dr. G. This is for Dr. G. Gail's, <laughs> Gail's immaculate with the eating. She knows what she's doing. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, I imagine if he was, like, a different type of doctor, and then he per- perhaps he would care about his health a little bit more, but he's probably just like, well, I- I'll just operate on myself and just cut out. <laughs> Whatever I gotta do. <laughs> Whatever. He's so not in that bad of shape. No, he's I mean, not. I mean, we he's saw not. him at the gym. He's like, he's not But he's you not still really healthy. Like, yeah. You know, it's the, the, there's not a bad thing that she's trying to keep you healthy. Yeah. True. I agree. I, I I really thought Gail came out tonight, showed herself the more showed our, ourselves the more human side. I'm still not a Gail fan. I hate to say it. I don't mean it because I hate her. I just think she's the one I like the least. It's between her and Andy for me. That doesn't mean they're bad. I don't dislike them. I just on my scale of one to six, they're like five and six. But I think Gail jumped a slot in the Bobby Secrets and Wives power rankings from six to five because she humanized herself. And I looked at her and I said, okay, you know what? <coughs> she's vulnerable. She's caring. She's sweet. She's not just like the put-together perfect woman that everything perfect happens to. We need to see that. See, I I, I really like Andy. I don't, I don't know. I just like her personality. I think she has like a... I like spirit. her yeah, relationship yeah. with Liza and everything. Gail, to me, it's not that I dislike her. I just feel like I know nothing about her besides her work with Dr. G and their kind of relationship. Like, I want to see her, what she's like with her friends and when they're hanging. That's obviously a huge part of the show is how the women interact with one another. And we just don't see that very much from her. So that's what I want to see is a little more. Even whenever she was at lunch with um, Corey and Sandy, it was still just kind of the talk about Dr. G. I just want to see a little bit more of her. So it's not that I dislike her. I just don't know much. I feel like I don't know much about her still. You know where we could see all of their personalities? Where's that? They should submit to a uh, new show or a new new special on ABC called Dance Battle America. <laughs> they, they should. They should literally Gail would kill hashtag it. like Secrets and Wives on on this ABC special. <laughs> it's a it was started by uh, Julianne Huff mm-hmm. from Dancing with the Stars and our own Afterbus founder and e host Maria Munoz. Uh, you know it, it what they what started off as like a social media movement where they did dance. Um, battle videos, you know, uh, and by the way, all very silly, all in good fun. It's not like you have to be a professional dancer like Julianne. And they did this, and now uh, it's a show, it's a, it's a thing on ABC. Um, and so people have a chance to really kind of be on national television. All you got to do is go to Dance 
BattleAmericaCasting.com. I feel like they should submit, and that's where we could see Gail. I oh, love yeah. it. Dance Battle America Gail and Dr. G together. And, and you know what? Make it happen. The Secrets and Wives cast, very good on social media. Hashtag mm-hmm. Dance Battle ABC. That's all you got to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. I like it. We're doing it over here, too. Well, some of us are. We yeah, are. This, this Friday I'm shooting my video. <laughs> but I am. Oh, gosh. I can't wait. Interesting. <laughs> um, th- last point on Gail before we move on to Amy and Max. Amy, Liza, Susan especially, and Corey to a certain extent, we know things about them that they, not that they don't want us to know, but we know things about them that in a perfect world they wouldn't want the public to know. Mm -hmm. They've shown us some vulnerabilities. They've shown us some stuff that's not the prettiest. They've been real about it. Dr. Gail, excuse me. Uh, Gail has, sh- and Andy's on that level too, actually. The other five are. Yeah. Gail, thus far, has only shown us what she wants to show us. Except for tonight. Except when we for learned tonight. That. That's, that's the, the start of digging in and getting underneath and seeing the real Gail. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now let's talk. Yeah. Now you're not more valuable. It's not a commodity, but now I, I'm, I'm more invested in your story. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of, uh, invested in stories, I am not. I can't decide if I'm invested or not in the Amy, Max, Mark, Arthur but, 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 but shit fest. Here's what we learned. Amy, um, it just as soon as they mentioned her father and, and that, you know, her father. So the way that she had translated was that, you know, her father was strict. Therefore, she's overcompensating with Max to not be strict in that way. The way I interpret it is she's let men walk all over her her entire life. And it's mm-hmm. not that you're overcompensating. It's that, uh, you know. Every male relationship that you have is just so negative. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you correct that at this point? Just understand that number one, you need to be without a man in your life for a certain amount of time. She just feels like she needs a man, or it's that she needs a man's approval. The fact that you are still doing laundry for your son because like you feel without that 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 he wouldn't love you. Well, that's on him. You know, he's twenty years old, and if he he as as a human being says. And it will, it will be upset at you in any sort of way because you can't do laundry for him, then that's very selfish. Mm-hmm. I take it as uh, there's not necessarily a way to fix it, per se. Because By the way, I this think is coming her- from someone who's, whose mom still cooks for her, correct? I live in L.A. My mom lives in Alabama. <laughs> so, no, my mom does not still cook for me. My mom cooks for me whenever I come home, and I, I very know- much so appreciate it. And I also cook for her whenever I go home. So... Thank you very much. I know you did not just throw that much direct shade at April. Oh, no shade. Unprovoked. I have absolutely no shade. And my mom is still cooking. And my mom is still cooking for me whenever I go home. Does she ask me what I want her to make? Because I love my mom's cooking. I'm I'm on your side. I have zero shame about that whatsoever. I'm April. I'm on your side 100%. Love my mama. I'm sorry. You need to take like a five minute time yeah, out or something. Bye. Oh You're my. out. You're <laughs> that, was, that was just way too far. Anyway, <laughs> I think that. Um, I was just illustrating a point. <laughs> I think Amy, she, I think it's part of her personality. I think she, or she seems to me like she has a very like um, gentle soul, if that makes sense. Now, does that mean. Gentle because she she's been hurt. That's the point. But no, I think it's her personality too. I think, but it's added to that she's been hurt because, you know, obviously how, especially a girl is treated by their dad, not to like take anything away from guys, but that affects, you know, 
a girl's dad is like her dad. So that affects women in a certain way. So if her so, dad so is that, tough so on her. Stereotypical daddy issues thing. It kind of sounds like that a little bit. But I also think it's because of her personality. Yeah. But I don't remember who said it, but someone said like, uh, none of the men in her life respect her. I think that probably had to really hurt her feelings because whenever I heard it, I was like, mm. Here's the ultimate solution. Liza, Amy, you guys move in together. Yeah. Live together yeah. for two years. Whatever. Make it ha- you guys need have each other. <coughs> you guys cook and do laundry and clean for each other. Whatever. You- but, you know, no men. No men for six months. I feel like I, Amy I was, needs... the exact same time period. <laughs> six months, no dating, no hooking up, no side dude, no nothing, no eHarmony, no Tinder, no shit, and mm-hmm. kick Max out of the house. It doesn't matter. Let him live with his freaking boy Ted or whatever he's, you know, whatever the Will. kid's or his name dad, was, Will. Whoever. Or his dad. No men for six months. Figure out what it's like to be alone. We have all had that time period in our lives where we have needed to be alone. We have all done it, I'm assuming, because we seem like well-adjusted individuals. Lord knows I have. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. By the way, Absolutely. it's no coincidence that it's actually called well-adjusted, exactly. right? Because there is an adjustment to mm-hmm. it. Exactly. And, and listen, it's it's... We've all probably dated those people who jump from one to one to one to one because they can't be alone. Mm-hmm. I don't date those people for long. No, no, no you don't. Neither. I don't. Either. There's so much going on with that. It's like just if you break the cycle, it'll get worse for a couple months, and then it'll get so much better. Mm-hmm. Be alone. I think she needs fun in her life. She doesn't seem like she has enough fun because she's. I, whenever I see her, it's like her face is always pursed and she just always looks stressed. So I just want to see her have more fun, and I think that'll. You know, she needs to get out there, not not meet men. Obviously, she'll meet men, but, you know, in the capacity that I mean. Um, but just have fun with her friends and not be so worried about, oh, what is Arthur going to think? And is Max going to come home with another ticket or another dog? And, no, just do something for know. you. Just, just read a book. Yeah. Right, Start what, basic. Exactly. Travel the world. Go on a month vacation alone around the world. Go to Europe. Do something like that. Absolutely. But then she can't necessarily because um, I think Andy is who said it, or maybe Liza, they were like, the, every time her and her and Arthur get into a fight, he threatens to take away her credit cards. And so at this, and she even said herself a couple episodes ago that he is, you know, he basically. Okay, so so in that regard, pays for everything for them. So what does she do? Then she's got to take control of her financial, you know, life as well. Yeah. That's that's where this show becomes not fun in a weird way. It's it's fun to have Liza be like, oh, you know, I don't like to work. Ha ha. We can talk about the dramas of these women. Hashtag first world problems. Right. That crosses the line when they are literally financially dependent for everything on their men, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I like a Susan and a Jonathan or even a Gail and a Dr. G because if Gail divorced him or whatever, she's got the stones to make it work for herself. Corey right. has the guts to do it herself. Susan is doing it herself. But these other, especially these two, especially Amy and Liza, you look at them and you're like, the the threshold between living well and it being in real trouble, it's a real thin line. Mm-hmm. You're walking that line every day. And with, with a guy like Arthur and he's controlling all your finances and he has your credit cards, it's like... I mean, no wonder she's stressed. Uh, now that you say that, I'm like, I would be the exact same way. I just like, I don't mean to sound overly critical about this, but like adults are living like this. Like mm-hmm. you have more to offer than to do that. It's one thing to get in a codependent relationship. It's one thing to get in a verbally abusive, psychologically abusive, whatever it is. That's one thing and that's a problem. But the financial side of it is like you're, you're capable and smart. None of these women are stupid. Mm-mm. They're all well-spoken. They're all smart smart 
get it on your own. You well, know? maybe that's exactly what they're doing. They're on uh, a hip Bravo that's true. show. <laughs> that's true. They are doing the show, so we got to give them a little credit for that. I'm sure a <laughs> decent payday for that. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, that's what makes it not fun for me because I worry about their well-being and like, how are they going to do if the worst happens? Yeah. We are already worried about these people. And we uh, don't even know them. That's my favorite thing, show. Here's, here's, what, here's what I've learned. Uh, you know, between all the televisions that I've seen, most I'm talking mostly like the, the fictional stuff, not reality stuff. We we know. You watch real TV. We watch no, trash. We know. We know. <laughs> I watch real TV. I, I, well, on TV, I've seen the war every week. Like, the war stuff things happen, right? People lose, like, you know, P, uh, you know, uh, CEOs of major companies are thrown out. And they're, they're uh, you know, scandals and this and that. Life goes on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It went on for Jonathan. Look at his life. You know, he, he, you know, whatever he ultimately did, two and a half years in prison. He married an awesome chick. He's got a great house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, life's still going for him. Like, life finds a way. There, it really does. Thanks, Jeff Goldblum. It really does. He really is Dr. Phil tonight. I'm not even kidding. There's, there's not. We can compare this to, you know, very, very poor people around the world in developing countries and say, oh, these people in in Seekers and Wives don't have problems relative to them. And they don't. There's problems in the world and then there's this. But in cases like Jonathan, there are few problems for an everyday average American more serious than losing your career and going to prison as a result of it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it was minimum security. I don't care what it was. That is that is one of the biggest culture shocks you can ever have, save, you know, losing a loved one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him to come out of it and be stronger, for Susan to be stronger, to go through it, they, and Susan said this, they are just like Amy. They are just like Andy. They are just like Liza. These are the same people in a lot of ways. They're very different. They're all unique, but they're the same people with the same backgrounds in a lot of ways. If one of them can do it, the other ones can figure it out. And Liza and Amy specifically need to take that journey themselves. And you can't just flip a switch and turn it on. Right. But if one of them can do it, all of them can do it. Liza's not dumb. Amy's not dumb. You know, these they're very capable. They got on this show somehow. They didn't just walk out the door and Bravo said, hey, here's a TV show. Right. You know, they had to do legwork to do stuff like this. I just oh, man. Here's the thing. I mean, you know, it seems like because the workout thing. I mean, they did some yoga ahead of time. Like, that's do that. Like, apply. Don't just do yoga just to do yoga because the cool thing. Like, apply the teachings of yoga are meant to keep you fluid, so you can adapt to change. I think you're on another level. Yeah. I'm like, I <laughs> do yoga to do yoga. No, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give away Bobby's boss, but, you know, have a look at him. Like, he's all about that kind of fluidity and, and never being too set in your ways and whatever else. You're talking yeah. about my boss? That's sweet. I know your I boss. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell him later. I think um, they will all find their own way to do exactly what we want them to do. They'll all go about it in different ways because they're different people, but I think that... They're strong, and they'll make it. They'll and none of them, none of them are unlikable. Like exactly. when I say, "Oh, this is my favorite. This is my least favorite." If if Andy walked in, or if Amy walked in, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, it's Andy." Like right. they're all cool. <laughs> I like them all. But that's a good thing. None of them are unlikable. None of them are, you know, incapable of doing any of this stuff. It's just a question of which level of the path are they on. Mm-hmm. And that's when Susan clashes with them. Is Susan? God bless her is further ahead on the path in a lot of ways. And when you're that far ahead, you got to act as the Sherpa and not the cheerleader. Show the way, clear the path, don't get back behind them and push the other ones forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got Was that a good metaphor, Sherpa? Yeah, hold that was really hold good. out your hand instead of uh, dragging them. <laughs> what? 
There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Anything else from this show, guys? That dog was adorable. Uh, oh, pattern so of cute. traffic. Fuck that phrase. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Susan does thirty-five to fifty million dollars per year in her business. That makes her half as valuable as Donald Trump. I don't buy the eight billion thing he announced today. That is neither here nor there. Uh, let's see. Any other good quotes? I guess we go right to the very end. I will never be a chomper. I don't suck pussy. I'd rather have <laughs> ten penises in every hole. I think that's my favorite. Ten penises in every hole. That was a shock. Yeah. 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 Even for me. I've seen a lot, man. That was a shock. Women don't experiment. Uh, yeah, not that much, I would say. But <laughs> Ten's a little extreme. I mean, no, no, well, I'm saying, you know, like, well, I, think I don't it, know. I think now it's that it's extreme out there. to say you'd rather take ten penises in every hole versus just chow box. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to debate that. That's like a personal preference thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we need Nicole for this debate. Is yeah, this like a would, would you be... rather? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't know. Ten's oh, probably going to be intimidating, though. The That's fact the that I would even question it is bad enough. Because I'm like, wait. <laughs> Ten <laughs> seems intimidating, but this At least is one bad. you're familiar with, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, well different, it's different when it's not yours. <laughs> yeah. Phil Spitek doing it again. Uh- <laughs> Real true. Maybe I'll have that answer next week. I don't know which would which would you rather. Well, I guess that's an easy question for y'all. Obviously. That is not. I'll think of a. I'll think of a vice versa for you next not, week. That is not the question. We're I gonna... would rather have ten vaginas all around me than take a penis anywhere. Then, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. I'm one hundred percent. That's not fair because that's enjoyable for you. But why can't the opposite <laughs> be true? <laughs> I mean, a... a penis in your eye is enjoyable. No. Well, then, then chow box. That's that was the point. But I'm saying no, that's not a good like vice versa. Like, oh, I can either take this or this, and it's like, oh, I either get ten vaginas on me or I have to give a guy a BJ. Of course, you take the ten vaginas. That's not even not even slightly wait, unpleasant you would for not, you. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, saying you. Like, yeah. Wait, you would take ten vaginas <laughs> to give it a blowjob? Okay. Is it the show that's making us do this, or do we just have an interesting problem here? Both. Mm. Okay. Uh, we got the verbal. Susan rubs <laughs> off on us. We have a little verbal diarrhea. Yeah. Um. All right. I think on that, I'm not even going to give you guys the option for final thoughts, because Lord knows I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> so let's just go straight. Uh, you know what? Hey, we got to do predictions. Real quick. Let's gotcha. do yeah. some predictions. predictions. What we think's coming up. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, this, this ties in perfectly with kind of what we're talking about, because... Jonathan, um, you know, in the preview, he lets himself a little, you know, and he, and he calls uh, Susan a slut just like any other woman, you know, and apparently they're debating about, you know, I mean, how could you not be if you're thinking about taking 10 dicks versus just a vagina? Doesn't make you a slut. 10 dicks doesn't make you a slut? It was a, it was a metaphor. For what? Taking 10 dicks in the face? <laughs> yes. I think, I think that's sexual proactivity. That's sexual. You are taking sexual agency. I don't think the number matters. No, absolutely oh not. Oh my god! I think that Jonathan, Jonathan pers- went too far, though. Well, but that's Jonathan's culture. That's his culture versus what you would consider progressive now or something. And so we would see that and be like, "Hey, that's a little insensitive." But where he comes from, what he is, that's here's the thing. Right. We have is. to understand. Like Susan found it offensive. Like, yep, 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 yeah, going. yeah. Well, and Susan finds very little offensive. Yeah, but it's from her husband, and it's from in front of other people. I yeah. think he's definitely the type of person who, you know, obviously gets a few drinks in him, but who doesn't? And maybe says some things he probably shouldn't. So I think that we're going to see the, a lot. The problem from that. is, like, you got to understand, Susan's right. Not that this is like the barometer for him, but this entire show, she's come off as the woman, you know, with a job, for lack of a better term, right? 
So if she's a woman with a, with a with a job and she's professional, the last thing that she wants to be called is a whore, slut, or anything, a prostitute, anything of that nature. But she clearly doesn't have a problem with talking about sex on TV. So yeah, but I mean, sex with her husband. Being, yeah. Okay. Not that's with what like. He meant. I think uh-huh. he's referring to like he, she was a slut whenever they met, like with him. No, but he also well, he called her a slut like any other slut. Oh, okay, gotcha. So therefore, she has no worth. Oh. Listen, all I'm going to predict is Jonathan. <laughs> I have a feeling he's going to come to LA. We have a few drinks with Phil and I. We're going to talk about what am I? It's a dude liver? thing. I'm sorry, it's a dude thing. It's a dude Fine, thing. Susan and I will just hang out and yeah. have more fun. That's cool. Whatever, minutes. man. I don't care. <laughs> yes, it's a guy or thing. Chow box. We don't know which one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of you guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> Remember, guys, as we wrap up, oh, hit subscribe. This. <laughs> hit subscribe <laughs> on YouTube and iTunes if you haven't already. Comment in the chat box on YouTube. We check that all week. Uh, PodcastOne.com. You guys can review us there. Hopefully, you review, review us okay for the show recap and the sex lessons. It's like two shows in one. Exactly. And you can tweet us, Instagram us, all that kind of stuff. Phil, give us your real Twitter, not the AfterBuzz one. Where can they find you on Twitter? You can listen to us in your Mazda as you drive around thanks to the audio podcast. <laughs> Follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Wissenhant. And I'm on Twitter at Bobby DeMuro on Instagram at Mr. Bobby DeMuro. That's it this week for Secrets and Wives. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Good night. Bye, Susan. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 